So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm actually taking you behind the scenes. I'm going to share with you a real live coaching call I had with one of my clients who's also a fellow mom of toddlers just like you. As moms, we all know how exhausting it can be to juggle everything, right? And still try to have some energy left over for ourselves and our husbands. That's why I wanted to share with you this very specific coaching call because it's a great example of the work that I get to do. The work that I do to help moms of toddlers find practical ways to help and to have more energy and feel more fulfilled in their lives. Throughout the call, you hear me chatting with my client and guiding her through different exercises and strategies that she can use in her daily routine to have more energy and feel happier. And even better, I've adapted this coaching call into a course called the More Energy Method, which I'll give you more details at the end of this episode. First, I want you to dive in and put yourself in this mama's shoes. If you're a mom of toddlers looking for some practical tips and support, then stay tuned because this one is definitely for you. Hey mama, welcome to the Energized Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently and incorporate faith into our home, all the things, right? But I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance of endless energy and raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. Thank you for first and foremost, taking a risk on me, but also taking a risk on yourself. I know that this is like a really huge step, obviously, um, an exciting step. And so I really appreciate you, yeah, just supporting me in this. And uh, it is a brand new framework for me to walk out, to help other people walk through. And so but I know a thing or two about this because I've had to live it. I've had to live it. And so my goal for you today is beyond us connecting together, which I know we already have such a good flow, is to help you connect to yourself better. I really want to help you find like real tangible shifts that you can actually make in your life. Like today, starting today, that'll help give you a little bit of that energy back that you feel that you desire, that you want for yourself and for ultimately your husband. Because we know so often that any energy sources you have typically go to the ones that can be the most needy in our lives, which is our littles, right? Our kids. So my goal is to help you find areas and pockets of where we're going to actually increase your energy or sustain the energy that you have there so that you do feel like, okay, I'm not just living for the littles, right? Like I've got more to give. So I like what, that. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I was going to say, I should like ask right there. How does that sound? How does that sound? That sounds good, right? It does. It sounds good. 
Awesome. Awesome. So what you can expect by the end of our call today is actually just one shift, not a list, not a big step-by-step -step plan is we are going to focus in and narrow in on a very specific shift because it's going to be one that you are going to name. It's going to be personal. It's going to be one that you choose. I'm going to help guide you there, but you're going to choose it. And then it's going to be something that you're going to walk out and do actively starting today. So instead of giving you a big list, we're going to work on that one shift and start making it into a habit today so that you can get that immediate return on energy and bring that peace back into your life and make it have it be something that's a significant difference that you can see right away. Sound good? Awesome. Yes. All right. So before I dive in and ask you some questions, I actually have something to show you. So I'm going to do a little screen share. Are you, would you call yourself a um, visual learner? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I need a combination of visual and hands-on usually to get it to really sink in. Okay. okay. I totally get you there. And what's, what's great, I think, about what you're doing is you know that about yourself. And by bringing your, your pen to paper, that's good. Like you're going to get mm -hmm. there a lot, a lot better and a lot, it'll click, click more. So do you see this fabulous little cartoon here? I do. So cute. Okay. Right. I have to say, <laughs> I cannot take credit for drawing that, <laughs> but at first glance, I, you know, what I'd love to do is I, I got to put this like a ponytail on this dude and give him like a ball cap or something and like some leggings. Cause I'm like this, this is supposed to be a mom, right? Obviously, but <laughs> Right now, this this guy's in some trouble. He's in some deep water, quite literally. Um, I want you to visualize yourself, Jennifer. Maybe it's not that hard of a stretch, but that you are this guy. And the boat is your life, is your daily life, right? So taking on some water, he's really nervous. He's obviously, he's sweating. He's really trying to keep up with everything. And so often as moms, this is how we try to tackle our problems, right? So we're feeling exhausted. We're feeling overwhelmed. And we're just trying to get water out of our boat because we're like, we're just trying to stay afloat. We just, whether it's our family, our kids, or just our personal lives, we're trying to keep afloat. And so we often try to just keep up with everything and try to get the water out. Instead of this second little cute illustration here is what <laughs> I want to show you today is the best way that we're going to begin helping you stay afloat, which is truly what I believe is the first step before you can take on things that energize you, we got to first discover what drains you. We first have to see, okay, where are you feeling depleted? Because I really do believe that God gives us enough energy, just like enough time in the day. You know this, you teach this, right? It's like time management skills. It's not about adding more time, but what you do with your time. So it's the same thing right. with energy. Instead of looking for the latest, greatest, you know, MCT oil coffee or this energy drink or this and that. It's like, okay, those things have a time and a purpose and we'll get to that. But first let's see where your boat's being drained. Let's first focus on where your holes are because once we discover your holes, then we can address them. Then we can plug them and then we can at least sustain you and help you feel afloat. And then we'll work on the gas and the fueling you later. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds All right. Good. So on that note, I'm going to stop screen sharing for a moment because I want you just to be able to just see my pretty hot mess of a, of a 
life mm-hmm. going on here. And this is where I'm now going to ask you then, uh, Jennifer, I'd like to know. So as you saw that example, as you saw that boat, I showed you these holes. I'm curious, where would you say in your life right now, it can be anything. It can be to do with your kids or not. It can be business, can be marriage, can be anything. What are you, what comes to mind when I would ask you, where are your biggest energy drainers right now in your life? Um, I feel like every day is slightly different. It depends on the mood people are in, but it's typically my kids. Okay. One day it's one kid, one day it's another kid. Um, uh, well, right now this is, but this is just like, like it just a, a short season. So Georgia was just diagnosed with celiac. So my, all my like typical go-to meals, like I can adjust for gluten-free. We, we knew this was kind of coming. So I've been preparing, but everything is shifting. So my normal routines when it comes around food is totally different. So that's kind of thrown me for a loop, but that's just the short season. So I wouldn't say that's a, a forever thing. Um, and that's but I think okay. typically it's kids. And that's okay. The one thing I wanted to add that I maybe should have made uh, very clear in the beginning is I do want you to think about your current season because I don't want you to focus on where you were when your babies were like not sleeping through the nights, right? Like dr- straight up newborns. And I don't yeah. want you to necessarily think about the fact that, you know, this is a season I know, but it's like, it's what's bothering you right now. So absolutely. Like if you would just yeah. look over your last week and think about you know, maybe a better way to phrase it would be like, where do you notice like a lack of energy? Where, where are you like, man, I just wish I had more energy for that. Um, I wish I had more energy for my husband. I do feel like he drains me sometimes. Um, more like I'm also going to be starting my period here in like a week. So you know how that goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a little bit more irritable and I usually, direct that towards him I'm pretty good at hiding it but I feel it internally and so I think that drains me a lot too okay because I don't want to take it out on him it's not his fault (laughs) it's just my internal hormones going so but it it is right um is that something would you say long term like have you always felt that drained by your period like is it a is it a an a common thing for Jennifer for like it's pretty common yeah okay so that's kind of a, yeah, a not term. during my period. It's really like the first, the three to five days leading up to it. Okay. I'm great before and I'm great after, but those three to five days leading up to it is when it really hits, hits yes. home. Yes. Yes. And that's unfortunately something we can't run from, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm curious just because but it would I- be great to be able to work through that when have a little bit more energy because I can't change the hormonal aspect of it other than maybe figuring out ways to help that medically, you know, Um, because I know like different foods and stuff like that can help, but that's not a rabbit hole I've gone down. (laughs) No, totally. (laughs) It'd be great to be able to figure out something else externally that I can do to help that. Absolutely. And no worries. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I know so often we like sometimes see a problem. We're like, okay, now how do we fix it? Like next step. Right. Uh, but we'll get there. No worries. I promise. Um, I do have a few more just uh, deeper questions. I'm curious about now you shared with George, uh, with me, like Georgia, she drains you or her situation drains you because of her new diagnosis um, with the celiac disease. Um, and what way would you say that your other 
kids drain you? Like specifically right now in this season? Specifically in this season, James, the two-year-old, he really drains me. Um, I love my title mom. I love it. But he (laughs) is in that season where he doesn't realize that I can talk to him and pay attention to him if I'm not like eye contact. (laughs) So I could be chopping vegetables with a sharp knife and he's coming in, mama, mama, mama. And I obviously can't look at him while I'm chopping with a sharp knife. And so I'll respond and I'll talk to him. But he keeps saying mama, mama, mama until I make eye contact. And it's just those little things and it's completely draining. It's like, come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> things like that. Um, but he's just in that season. He's two. So, and then he's also hit that. I think the newness of little baby brother is done. Um, and we've been able to balance that pretty well. And I've made him feel a lot more um cared for and given him the attention that he seems like he felt like he was lacking yeah but he still is a little extra clingy a little extra needy he's also at two oftentimes they just in general become a little more clingy and they can get into that season so even dropping him off at church he cries and he always just would run into there because he loved it Mm. and so he's much more needy in this season and I have a little bit less to give in the season. So it's not a very good combination. So yeah, it's a challenging time. We we don't get to unfortunately choose our children's regressions, right? Right. (laughs) Just (laughs) comes and sometimes it does, sometimes it piles on and, and that's where it can be even more important to figure out and assess like, okay, what's draining me the most and all of that. Um, And so I'm also curious, Jennifer, you had said that um, your husband, you also feel drains you. And I'm just curious, that's not a wrong answer. I'm more curious about when you say that, what do you mean? Like, in what ways does he drain you? He's actually super helpful. So it's not that he needs extra for me. Um, Mm -hmm. He's really helpful for me. So it's kind of opposite. (laughs) I probably need more from him than he needs for me. But he also, it gets a little frustrating. And I think that's what drains me because he forgets things that we talk about. And then it makes me feel like he didn't really, Mm. it didn't matter enough for him to listen to. And then I'm working so hard and he'll sit there on his chair scrolling through Instagram for hours in the evening. And I get it because he works 10 hour days. So he comes home and he's just exhausted but he gets his break and then I need him to participate. And he did so good for so long. And then he got out of that habit and got back into his old routines. Yeah. And he pays more attention to his phone than to us. And that's what it's the emotions behind that, that really drains me. So not him specifically, it's just some of those things. Absolutely. Yeah. That can be very draining. Like you said, even it's, it's the emotional things sometimes too, that are Mm -hmm. the draining and and especially when it's you're trying to figure out like okay what is it that's actually draining me is it the physical thing or is it the emotional thing and that and all of kind of like you're going through regressions in your house I feel it's like you're James (laughs) James is regressing your big boy your your husband is regressing Um, even Georgia it can feel maybe like that like she was eating one way for so long or you were able to feed her one way for so long and now it's like going back to that drawing board I want to say thank you so very much because I know that that was 
um, a lot, you know, we kind of went through each family member and we talked about physical and emotional things. And I know that those aren't always easy to address and to confront. And, um, but I love that you're so self-aware and that makes what I do so much easier. Cause it's like, okay, this is where I'm at. Now we can move on to the next step. So are you ready for that? I have something else to show you. Ready. Let's do it, mama. So I'm going to bring you back to my cute little, uh, drawing over here but unfortunately this one is not as cute I don't have necessarily any cute oh, but what I'm here to show you specifically today is uh for lack of a cool name I literally have just called this the more energy method quadrant so, can you yeah. that's where I'm going today so what this quadrant is all about and I'm going to take you through a sample or yeah an example excuse me here in a moment but um, we are now going to actually assess those drainers that you gave me. And you, you had a list of about four or five. We're going to actually now sift through them in your brain. So we are going to make sense of them and we're going to help you put those all in a box in these different quadrants and help you see where they all align. So for instance, we're first going to take them through whether or not you have control. So this is something to do with me or if this has to do with others. Okay. Okay. So, excuse me. Let me make it more <laughs> clear. Sorry. We're going to say, is this to do with me or is this to do with others? Okay. And then the second step before we actually put something in the box, we're then going to, we're going to assess and we're going to ask you, Jen, is this something you have in your control or not in your control? So I'm going to take you through a quick example from my own life because I'm very transparent. Like I said, I've been through this. I've learned firsthand by my own, you know, my own family, but also helping other moms through this. So I realized lately I was feeling very drained by putting my son Mason to bed. And so again, something I can't avoid. It's something as a mom of littles, like it's got to happen and it happens every night. So it's like, all right, so I've got to figure this out because he used to be like you kind of shared um, with your son, like Mason always was a very good sleeper. He'd been sleeping through the night for a while. He kind of had gotten over his regressions. And then now he's in his toddler bed. He switched like that from crib to toddler bed without us even being prepared for it. But the biggest issue was that lately, all of a sudden after bath, getting him into bed, he would want to, he wants to start taking toys with him to bed and he wants to play with them. And it just was getting to this point of overwhelm. Can you still hear me? Okay. I can. Okay. So it got to this point of overwhelm where I was just getting, I noticed I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, I am not enjoying bedtime anymore. He's not listening to me. Um, I want to put this on my husband cause I don't find the joy anymore. Um, cause again, he just, I used to be able to read a few books to him. I would sing to him and often he'd fall asleep during my song or I would fall, he would wow. fall asleep shortly next to me. Yeah. Very blessed. He doesn't, he hasn't napped since he was two and a half. So I think that's half of it is, is he's just exhausted <laughs> at the end of the day. But lately it's like, he wants to bring all the toys in. And then there's this argument about how many toys and what types of toys. And then when I'm talking to him, he's smashing, right? So you, you get the point. It's basically oh, what, I'm, yep. what I'm trying to tell you is that where it used to be a way to calm him down. And he used to take a toy or two in his bed and he would cuddle and he'd go to sleep. Well, lately he wants to play and he, you know, so I was like, mm. all right, Lord, I'm going to put this through my quadrant. I'm going to sift this through because I really need to figure out, is this something that I can stop my, how do I stop this drain? Is this something that I, um, 
one, is this a me or is this a others? Okay, well, Mm -hmm. really, this is an others. This is external from me, right? This is my son. It's not that I can't sleep. It's not that I'm doing something to put myself in a position where I can't sleep. So this is others. And then I started to think, well, is this in my control or not in my control? And, you know, like any mom, I started to try to rationalize, well, yeah, it's kind of in my control because I can uh, control how many toys he takes or I can bring him up earlier and all this stuff. I thought I had all the answers and I realized, but the issue is that he's not falling asleep when I want him to. And is that in Mm. my control? No, it's not in my control. So with bringing that to your attention, Jennifer, I'm going to bring you now to this because I have a teaching moment that I want to share with you, but I'm going to actually do that in the next step. Once we have sifted through your drainers. So what we're going to do now is I've listed and I'll bring up the Mason example, um, again, after we do this with your drainers, but I will repeat them for you. I took notes. We have basically one, two, three, we have about four drainers that we're going to go through. We'll go through them one at a time. And again, we're going to have, I want you to tell me what is your intuition, your gut, where would you put them in this quadrant? And I'll help guide you because some of them are a little tricky. It's not always easy because again, some of them are, they cross into the physical and the emotional, Um, but we're going to do this together. So the first thing that you said was that right now your children are both very much draining you. And so I asked you, I went a little bit deeper and I found kind of the two sources of what specifically is draining you about them in this season. So let's first focus on the fact that Georgia getting diagnosed with celiac disease. So now she's going, she has to go gluten-free. So would you say, is that a me or an others? Others. That is definitely an others. I would agree until maybe if we find out that you have celiac disease or something like that, right. we'll, we'll come back to me. this. <laughs> I'll let you know this afternoon if they run the test. <laughs> I was going to say, we can come back to this. No problem. Um, and now would you say the fact that, well, she has celiac disease, is that in your control or not in your control? Not in my control. Correct. Very good. Now I'm going to put her here. If yes, there we go. Oh, wow. How about, I'm just going to spell gluten-free because I know how to spell (laughs) better. Um, Awesome. Awesome. Now the one thing I do want to point out, I don't know if your mind already went there, but my mind did already a little bit is because something that happens when we start to go through this quadrant and other mamas have told me this too, is they're like, well, okay. So Georgia is gluten or is celiac, has celiac disease. You can't control it. But what's really draining you is probably the emotions you feel around it. So that's a little separate and a little different. And so we could flirt with, uh, um, with, with this one, sorry, with the fact that it has to do with others, but it's in your control. I think what you have control over is how you let it control you, right? Is the emotions around it. But I would say, I would say it's mostly in this one. And I think that's where we've got to focus it and place it because it's going to help you down the road. Once I show you what to do with each quadrant, I think it's the best that we we keep that there. Does that make sense? Yep. Awesome. All right. So we have one, one down three to go. Um, If you need me to stop and pause and clarify anything, just go for it. Let's go. 
Hey, shy. You're clear so far. <laughs> All right. I love it. Thank you. All right. So the next one is sweet baby James. So well, not, not the baby anymore, mm. but always mommy's baby. So he's <laughs> two years old, mommy, mommy, mommy all the time. I totally get it. So he's continuously, basically he's in a very needy season. So would you say, is that to do with you or others? Um, others probably mostly. Yes. And then would you say that, uh, James, his, his attitude or his neediness, is that in your control or not in your control? Um, his actual neediness is not in my control. Correct. But I feel like I could do things about it. And that's okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. I think what's important right now is to acknowledge the drainer first and foremost, like actually see and speak out and say, like, I feel drained by this and not judge it, which you've already done. So that's a huge step already in the right direction is you've named it. And now we're trying to figure out, okay, what to do with that? Because again, yes, there's things we can do to support you emotionally with these things. But I think it's important for you to see that these are both things externally from you and they're not in your control. And there's going to be a reason why I emphasize that in a few moments. The last one that we have on your list is your hormones, basically, or your, your moodiness, your struggle when you, um, your period's about three or five days away. So now let's come back here. Your last one. Is that a me or an others? It's a me. That is a you. Awesome. Look at that. We're going to have one up here, girl. All right. And, and don't worry, there's been other mamas I've coached that they have all in one category too. So uh, really? it's not uncommon. Yeah, it's funny. It's um, I have not yet had someone have one in every category. I've had a few with three and then one or two had it all in one. So I was like, oh, this is, this oh, well. is interesting. This is, but it was good for her to see that right? That what she yeah. was most drained with, with actually was something so external for you. Her. So but. we see that your hormones your moodiness, those kind of things, um, are definitely, as we can both agree, it's you. Now, would you say that that's in your control or not in your control? It's a mix. I can't really control my hormones, but I right. can do, there's ways to do things about it. I just don't know everything. Yeah. Right. What I could probably say a little bit deeper about this quadrant is I feel like I could make this almost mm -hmm. like the root of a tree. Cause I feel like we're getting to the root of your drainers. So it's kind of like the root is your hormones, right? It it is literally something mm -hmm. physical, not in your control. So it's the hormones happening that you can't control. What, yes, I think you seem to know very well, you're a very self-aware woman is when you know, it's, it's the more of the emotions or what you do with them, your moodiness, right. Or the struggle you feel around those imbalances is what you can control. But at this point, um, I think we should put your hormones in this category because you can't control okay. that they're coming. So we have four different drainers. They're in two different categories. So we have the three with your two children and your husband that are, you've, we've acknowledged that they are external and it's not in your control. And then the one that does have to do specifically with you also is not the actual physical presence of it is not in your control. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to scroll down to another fabulous chart. Okay. This is where the fun part goes. This is where we're going to start connecting these things. Okay. So again, we'll come back okay. to this, but 
This is one of my favorites. So what we're going to do is we are going to work our way around. So since you have your two here, I'm going to start here and talk about these a little bit, and then we'll focus in on here. Okay. Because this is where okay. you are at right now. But as we know, these are seasonal things. You may find yourself over in here, or we said some of them could flirt into here a little bit, right? Because this mm -hmm. is where what's in your control, me, this is where your emotions would probably lie. So what's very important to see here is that each quadrant has their own method and their own way to conserve the energy and how to deal with it. So the things that do involve you and the things that you can control, this is where I would encourage you to focus and expand on these things. So again, I know we didn't write it, but you know what, maybe I'll go back and write it because I'm going to write the emotions around your family drainers. How about that? Okay. Okay. Because those to me are a secondary drainer. I think what's most important again is for us to see that the actual drainer itself is coming from something outside of your control. What you can control mm -hmm. is sure is your emotions around it. And that's what you want to focus and laser in on and expand because we can't control the fact that James is regression, regressing, right? It's really frustrating, right. I'm sure, but you can't do anything about that. And it is just something I think he's going to grow out of. Your husband also can't change him. You know, there's, of course, like you said, there's ways to handle that in conversations to have, but also again, you are not him. And then of course we know as Georgia, you can't change the fact that she has a biological, some kind of a disorder. Um, and so we want to focus on the things that you can control and go there and like really laser mm -hmm. in there. So that's where I would tell you to focus. But again, since we didn't have anything originally in that box, I'm going to move down here and share with how, when you have drainers that are as, that's in this box, so others in your control, that's where systems and routines are really going to come into play here. So sometimes this could be back to my example, like with Mason not being able to sleep. This, that's something where I'm like, well, I could have put something like that here because it's his sleeping habits. And really, I don't have control when he falls asleep. But what can I control is that I could try to bring some systems and routines to his bedtime to try to help that time go smoother and not feel so depleted. Um, I had another mom one time, she had something here to do with um, her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law really was draining her. And she said, you know, I do have control over that because I noticed when I'm most drained is when um, we go to her home and I have control over how often we see her. So that was really neat. And we put, we helped, I helped her create some boundaries like around when she sees her mother-in-law, when her mother-in-law has access to her home and her family, um, so that she could stop feeling so drained there. Does that make sense? It does. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Do you have any questions so far? Not so far. Okay. You so explained now, it really well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, good. Well, I hope I, I do that justice here because this is where you, you, your land, your plane has landed, girl. This is where we're going right here. Yeah. So, right. So we are first going to talk about uh, prayer, right? So we're going to talk about the others and not in your control. This is, you know, for a lack of a better term and example, it really is the bracket, the box where it is that like, let go and letting God. You know, um, when we can bring 
this to the Lord, that is the most powerful step that we can make when we can actually sift through that and see these dreams as like, you know what, I actually can't control this. Like, and, and so often I think in our lives as moms, we think we can control these things. So I think the better that we can help you see like that in this quadrant, you know, you can't control the fact that Georgia is now, you know, needing to go gluten-free. You can't control James as much as you may even put a bunch of the best systems and routines in his life, mama. Ultimately, he is his own little unique personality in person, right? As we all know, he, mm-hmm. he may not react to any of them or adapt to any of them. So and that's where husband. I want to help you see that those things are not your doing, that these are all separate of you. You don't have control, but the one thing you can bring control of here is to pray and pray specifically over these situations. Now that we have those things like labeled out and like written down, and I'm going to send you, like, I'm going to send you a screenshot and a, and a recording of all of this. Like now you can add this specifically to your prayer list. Now you can see like, you don't have to spend time or energy focused on how do I fix this? And how do I fix that? How do I fix this? Because this is going to be something that all you can do is pray. And that's, hopefully something that's encouraging to you um, so that you can see like there are just some things in this life that are God's job and not ours how does that so true that does that (laughs) resonate with you at all it does yeah I was actually just thinking about that yesterday I love it God is so good like that he is so good like that and he will he'll bring up situations and he'll give us clarity whether it is getting on a coaching call or it is talking with a friend or in our own prayer life, right? Like he'll bring that clarity and, mm-hmm. and hopefully that confirmation to you too, you know, and um, yeah, love that you were able to see that two nights in a row and, and to see, I, I feel like if I can say so boldly, I feel like God's telling you like you're on the right track. Like that's good. That's good. Keep that up. Yeah. And so now we're going to move to the last quadrant, which you had one thing in there. So again, <clears throat> As a reminder, these are your hormones, your good old hormones. Um, (laughs) Oh, Oh, gosh, ant flow coming (laughs) every month, right? So it's you, you're not in control. And one of, I think the best things that you can do is offer a spirit of acceptance because so often we can feel so drained by things that are happening to us. And when we're not in control, it can feel really, really frustrating and very overwhelming. And especially when you talk Mm -hmm. about something like hormones, that's why I asked you too, is this something you've been dealing with for a long time? Is this something that um, you've experienced maybe since you were a young woman or, or just for a seat, a long season, because those are the things we need to bring an acceptance to even more. I think the more we try to fight it, the harder it gets. And of course, as something like a period, it comes every month. So at least with you maybe now knowing and acknowledging like, okay, it drains me. I am going to expect that this is going to happen every month. Like I am going to have these three or four five days before, like I am going to feel this way. You can breathe a sense of acceptance over it and say, all right, Lord, like maybe this is a part of the thorn in my side, right? As Paul says, like he had a thorn in his side, something that no matter what always bugged him and irritated him. And he had to bring, I think a sense of like prayer and giving it to God, but also acceptance instead of trying to fight it all the time. And what I do love about this example is I feel like by you taking your step, like going to this naturopathic doctor is I see that also as a way of 
acceptance, you know, cause maybe you're kind of also accepting, I know hormones and in, in gluten stuff, like intolerances, like they, who knows, they could be not related or they could be interrelated, but mm-hmm. what's great is that I feel, do you, maybe I should ask you, sorry, do you feel like you've been able to accept that area of your life or do you find yourself constantly kind of fighting that, that you have a moodiness around that time of the month? Um, I more recently have started to accept it, mm-hmm. but I still get like frustrated with myself. Like, oh, I can't believe I'm feeling this way. I wish this wouldn't happen. Right. Which, which as we can see here is not going to help you or serve you. Right. Because right. you're going to go through it with those mindsets And then you may be there again the next month, because at least to this point in your life, you haven't been able to find a way to balance it. Maybe you're hormonally and and maybe, you know what, maybe this doctor is going to help you. But in this season, in the meantime, you are struggling here. And so I think a really healthy set of acceptance and not judging yourself, not being hard on yourself, because again, remember, it's not something you can control. You can aim to try to navigate your emotions in a healthy place. But at the end of the day, the emotions, the hormones that we have that go up and down, they do affect us. So I think giving yourself some grace here is going to take you a long way in acceptance and helping you not feel that every month over and over. So now that we've gone through this quadrant, we've made our way around the circle. We're going to go back up here to your four drainers. And again, this is something we can look at if you want. So the emotions around your family drainers, that's kind of like a bonus. But what I'd like for you to do now, Jen, is like, look at these different examples. So your hormones around your period, and then the different drainers from your children, your husband. And I'd like you to tell me which one is the biggest drainer? Like what one is the, the one that really drains you the most? Um, currently probably my husband's regression. (laughs) Okay. So we are going to focus then on this because again, as I shared with you in the beginning of the call that we wanted to focus on one shift, you know, so the dressing all of this right now, it's just going to overwhelm you. Thanks, buddy. It's just going to overwhelm you and may cause you to like not to not address any of them at all or not stick or keep with them. Mm-hmm. So that's why I I will hand this to you because I do want this to be something that you pray over, something that now that you see it and that you have that acknowledgement, like this is going on. But we're gonna focus right now on your husband's regression. And we're gonna focus on stopping your top. Um, your top one. So your top drain. So again, this yours would be down here. Um, so no worries about that, of course. And I'm going to, for one moment, I'm going to stop sharing the screen. So then can you see me now? I can. Awesome. All right. So now we've chosen the whole. So this, your husband's regression of going back to some old habits is draining you. It's a big hole in your boat, right? So we want to figure out how can we plug it, right? How can we stop this from draining you so that you can have this energy back, especially because I know that was also the main 
area you said you wanted to have more energy for was your husband. So I think it's really great that these are interrelated. Um, so how would you say, and again, you don't have to have all the answers. This is what I'm here for too. But if I was to ask you, how could we stop this drain in your life? What would you say? What would be one of your first thoughts? I think the first thing would be have a conversation with him again. I delayed it because it was more just out of frustration. Like we already talked about this. Shouldn't have to talk about it again. So I think that part's on me because I didn't actually have the conversation with him again. Okay. That would be really good. Um, so this is something you haven't talked to him about recently. Okay. When you talked to him about it before and he did do something about it. Was there something about the way you talked with him then that you'd like to replicate now? Like, can you imagine yourself having this same conversation? That's a good question. I don't even remember because it was a couple of years ago. Mm, okay. I don't even remember how I dressed it. I remember right. <laughs> many times dressing it out of frustration and that didn't go very well. Right. Um, yes. But I, I did have like a good conversation with him about it. I just don't remember how I brought it up. Okay. I'd have to really sit down and think through that. I'm yeah. sure if I sat down and thought about it for a while, I'd remember, but it's been a while. Well, guess who's going to have some homework this week? Okay. <laughs> Yay. Why I, why I ask is because there's something I feel in that there may have been, and it can be as simple, Jen, as like maybe the timing you chose. I mean, you know, your mm -hmm. husband best, right? Just like when I have something really important to speak to my husband about, I do know that it's important to choose the timing, uh, to choose the method. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we just have to be in the right space, like in the right time. Um, and I also, know that there's sometimes a way we can speak to our husbands about things too. Cause you can set up an amazing situation and, and where he's totally at ease, but if we come at it from a wrong way. Um, so that's why I would love it. I think before at first I was thinking, well, you're the way we're going to plug it is definitely to have the conversation, but before you have the conversation, I'd like you to journal about it. I'd like you to journal about like, what, what can you remember that worked last time? And then I'd like you to get your thoughts down on paper because it is something that's really draining you. It's something that is very important to you so that you can go into your conversation feeling confident, especially confident that you're going to be able to communicate exactly where you're at and why it bothers you. I'd like you to also put that on paper is to put not just what worked last time, but what's important that you shared this time? What is it that I think, how is it affecting you? And then what would you specifically like to see change? Because men don't like hints, right? <laughs> or they don't right. pick them up or they don't pick them up well, you know? And so it's something, it's going to be, I think, very important for you to get down on paper to be able to communicate with him what is it exactly that you want to see change like what because he may he may ask you like well what do you I don't understand what are you talking about well then you can communicate this eloquently too but what would you like to commit to this week do you want to focus on just the journal aspect the getting it out and then maybe next week having the conversation or would you like to journal it out and have the conversation this week I think journaling and praying about it this week. If anything, it's just to get it out and then 
you know, and, and I love that you're sharing with me too. Sometimes we just, as women, we need to just write verbally process yeah. and just like, because I get it, I get it, you know? You're not alone. And I think what's most important though is that we get your feelings out and then we will work on together like how to best communicate them to him so that he understands, it connects, and then you're gonna feel less drained. Hey girlfriend. Yes, mama, I'm talking to you. I have a question for you. Do you wish that there was a way to stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? Or how about have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling physically exhausted? I know what it feels like to want more from your life than just being a mom. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with where to begin to stop the stress in my everyday life and to have absolutely no idea what healthy habits to implement in my own home that'll actually make a difference. I know what it feels like to be totally lost and how, how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for me and not everyone else. And just to basically think, I just can't be energetic while I parent a household full of littles that demand so much of me. And well, at least one that doesn't rely on either coffee for energy or wine to de-stress. Am I right? Let's take a moment and imagine if, imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. What if you had the time to go on dates with your husband and you had the energy to give yourself some much needed me time and you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama that you want to be all while still raising your kids the way you want. Well, I have great news for you. That's why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. Win-win. You'll be able to stick with this super simple plan tailor-made for you, mama, that will establish new healthy habits that'll unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time. You'll walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly what to focus on with a plan that'll help you know exactly how to do it and the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and to keep them for good. So if you're ready, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead trade that in for feeling rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of littles, then head right now to energyformoms.com and grab hold of my blast off to summer special where you will get $40 off. Did you know that the average cost of drinks on a date night is $40? Hey, consider that my gift from me to you and your husband, Mama. Now, this offer expires July 31st, so don't miss out. Head on over to energyformoms.com. It's time to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, for your husband, and a life beyond just your littles.